Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What is going on, Nuggets Nation? It is your boy, Anilo Piro, back at it again with the latest installment of the Denver Nuggets podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. Hope everybody is doing well out there as we're getting closer and closer to Christmas time, which means the games are going to become ever more important in the NBA. So uh, we'll talk about what's going on right now in the world of Denver Nuggets basketball. They just got back from a road trip, so we'll go over uh, the highs and the lows of that road trip and also take a look at uh, the next handful of games here for your Denver Nuggets. Uh, Quite a few games for them this week, including tonight's matchup against the Washington Wizards. So plenty to get to in this podcast. But before we transition fully over to the world of Denver Nuggets basketball, let me tell you about our friends over at the Blake Street Tavern. Guys, if you're looking for a place to watch or bet your sports in person, look no further than our friends over at the Blake Street Tavern downtown. By far, by far the best sports bar in town. I've been going there for a long, long time now. Uh, Back when I was covering the Rockies on a day-to-day basis, Blake Street was always my pre- and post-game spot. Uh, Just an incredible place to watch your sports in person. Look, not everyone's going to have direct TV at home, unfortunately. And still, uh, you know, a lot of Nuggets fans, a lot of Avalanche fans are having to you know, have to kind of deal with this unfortunate situation of not being able to watch their team at home. Well, thankfully, our friends over at Blake Street Tavern have every single Denver Nuggets and Colorado Avalanche game. So if you're looking for a place to watch those, you can do it over at BST. And they honestly have the best sports bar with the best sports bar food in town as well. I was just there last Thursday watching some Thursday night football. Their chicken wings are immaculate. The French dip is absolutely insane. And if you're there on a Thursday like I typically am, they have the prime rib dinner for like, I think it's like 15, 16 bucks. And you're going to get a slab of beef. So it's a great place uh, for all your sporting needs guys really no better sports bar in the city clean safe Uh, they're really good with the COVID protocols I mean you're not going to feel like you're packed into a little room or anything like that they've got three bars in the place I mean seriously for all your sports viewing needs be sure to check out our friends over at the Blake Street Tavern okay let's dive on into it now the world of Denver Nuggets basketball and uh, let's do a little recap first and They came back from a seven-game road trip Denver did, and they escaped that road trip with a winning record, which I don't think many people expected them to do. And really good performances in some of the games from Denver, not so good performances from them in some of the others. So uh, just kind of like a little recap of the road trip and where this team stands. And remember, you know, this is just a couple of weeks this team is removed from losing Michael Porter Jr. presumably for the season. They're still obviously down um, Jamal Murray for, for, for the foreseeable future. You know, Dozier's out for the year. You know, this is a team that, you know, for better or for worse, has gone through a lot of adversity, you know, over the last, you know, handful of weeks here, including this seven-game road trip. So I think, you know, the fact, 
even if they had a losing road trip, you know, even if they went three and four, I would say that's a pretty good thing, right? But I mean, the fact they're able to come back from this road trip four and three, you know, obviously not a not a stellar road trip by any stretch of the imagination, but considering the level of adversity that this team has had to face over the last few weeks, I mean, you'll you'll take that, I think, if you're a Denver Nugget fan. So um, this road trip started out at the end of December and started out on a big note with Denver going to Miami and getting a win, one twenty to one eleven. Remember, kind of a, re- a revenge game there, uh, although no tempers really flaring in that game. Then you know, in typical Nuggets fashion, they lay an egg in Orlando. They lose that one. Then they go to New York and dismantle the Knicks in an afternoon game. Lose to Chicago. Beat up on New Orleans. Lose to San Antonio the next night, and then win win against San Antonio on Saturday. Uh, a nice little two road games in the same city stretch there for the Denver Nuggets, and that's how you get your four and three record. But it's it's quite funny, right? Because you know the team that they lose to. I mean, I guess the Orlando loss is the only really real bad loss that this team endured, right? The only team that they probably should have beat. I mean, you can understand splitting with San Antonio. You can understand losing to a Chicago Bulls team that is one of the more exciting teams right now in the Eastern Conference and just in the NBA period. Although Denver, if I'm remembering correctly, they had a pretty sizable lead in that one. So a little choke job there from them. But, you know, all things considered, this is a team that is playing 500 basketball right now. They're 13-13 and on the year. And if you picked up on the trends, right, just kind of like talking over all those games, this is a team that, you know, part of the reason they're 500 right now is they're not, in the last seven games at least, not stringing together wins, not stringing together losses. And obviously now Denver is going to return home tonight for a game with the Washington Wizards with an opportunity to string together a second consecutive win, which is something they have not done in quite some time. It would obviously be, I think, a big momentum booster for them here as they've got a, two home games in a row before heading out to the road for a couple of tough games out on the East Coast. So, you know, uh, it's just interesting to see them, you know, get these wins against some of these better teams, right? They beat Miami, they beat the Knicks, uh, they beat the Spurs once, and then losses to Orlando, Chicago, and the Spurs one time um, on the road here for this road trip. And I think all, all things considered, it's a pretty successful road trip for Denver, and I think it lets you know that, look, as atrocious as the benches, I know Will Barton isn't healthy, this, you know, even some of their bench players are a little banged up right now, you know, that there is some resiliency, there's some fight in this team, and I remember, I believe I believe it was a couple of weeks ago when I had TJ McBride, who's a writer for us here at MyLifeSports.com, I had him on the program on the radio show, and I believe we archived that for in podcast form for you guys as well. You know, we were talking about MPJ, all that kind of stuff when it was still fresh in all of our minds, and, you know, the one thing TJ told me and you know relate to all of our listeners is you know this is a team that is not going to roll over and it, as tough as it looked for this team no matter the injuries you know maybe you know knock on wood unless something crazy happens to Nikola Jokic which nobody wants to see you know as long as Jokic is on that court and probably even without him you know but it, it's obviously a little bit easier with him on the court you know this team is not just going to roll over and you best believe Michael Malone is never going to quit it doesn't matter if Jokic is there not there Murray Gordon, whoever it is, if, if Michael Malone is the head coach of this Denver Nuggets team, there is never going to be a night where this team just come out comes out and straight up quits. So uh, just to kind of talk about that briefly, but you, you are seeing, you know, with Nikola Jokic, who's playing at an MVP level, and we'll get to him in a second and take a look at his odds as well, this team can compete. And I'm not trying to inject, you know, an abundance of energy and life and optimism into the Nuggets fan base. But, I mean, I took a look at the Lakers, right? You know, there, there's numerous reports that they're going to try to make a trade for Jeremy Grant. You know, obviously they're going to look to improve the roster, yada, yada, yada. Anthony Davis is out for some time. LeBron's missed a handful of games. And, look, the Nuggets are the furthest thing from the Los Angeles Lakers. But one trend that I'm seeing, and I'm not going to be shocked here, is the Lakers are kind of playing this survive and advance type of game in the regular season. I don't think you're going to see the Lakers really at any given point this year go on extended stretches of dominance. I think you want to see the Lakers be their best, be their healthiest, be their freshest when they get to the postseason so they can go on those runs. And look, I have a plenty of thoughts about why the NBA regular season is a little bit obsolete, why it can get a little tiresome over times. But I'm looking at this Denver team, and I'm thinking, okay, you don't need... 
screw what the masses think. Screw what the public thinks. You know, the, the Denver Nuggets are never going to get a fair shake from public perception. But knowing they've got a tough-minded head coach, knowing they've got a player in Nikola Jokic who's playing like a league MVP for the second consecutive season, knowing that Jamal Murray can get healthy in the second portion of the season, and knowing that you've got guys like Aaron Gordon, and he doesn't fit in this category, but look at Composite, look at Monte Morris, look at the Green Brothers, right? Guys that maybe have been playing a little bit under their pay grade here, you know, for at one point or another this season. You have some talent. And if this is a Denver Nuggets team that if they can tread water, get to the middle of February, get to March, you know, be a handful of games above 500 right in the thick of the Western Conference. I'm not trying to, like I said, I mean, it's not a championship or bust type season, all things considered with how it's shaking out right now. But this is a team that I think is still very capable of doing some damage in the NBA's Western Conference. And just because of the way that Nikola Jokic is playing. And if you can surround him with some better talent, you know, as you get healthier, you know, I think this is a team that's going to be right in the thick of it when we're all said and done here. And I mean, just looking at the Western Conference right now, you know, if the season were to end today, Denver would be the eight seed at 13 and 13. And I mean, that's probably arguably going to be their floor right now because all the teams below Denver, even with all of these injuries in the standings, I fully expect the Nuggets to, he- to finish ahead of them in the Western Conference standings. You're looking at the nine seed right now, Minnesota at 12 and 15, the Kings at 11 and 16, Portland 11 and 16, San Antonio's 10 and 16, and then you've got the uh, Rockets, Thunder, and Pelicans all with only eight wins this season. So, you know, I, I would go as far to say as, you know, bearing anything catastrophic here, the eight seed is probably going to be Denver's floor, and obviously then the play-in tournament kind of becomes a thing here. But, I mean, even just looking atop here, I mean, one and two are pretty locked up. I mean, you know, pretty well, one through three are pretty solidified right now. You've got Phoenix at 21-4. and four. They've been sensational, 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. Golden State's been sharp as well. They're 21-5, and five, and Utah looking good in the regular season as well as 19-17. and 17. But then there's kind of a clump of teams, right? You've got Memphis at 16-11, the Clippers at 15-12, and 12, the Lakers at 15-13, and 13, the Mavericks and Nuggets both tied at 13-13. and 13. And, I mean, you look at it, Denver, Dallas, L.A., L.A., and Memphis. That's a clump of teams. That's, what, 11, 12, 13. That's, you know, they're two losses apart from each other here in the loss column. So, you know, I think the mantra, the, the, the tone for this team has to be survive in advance. Survive, you know, tread water, tread water, tread water. Even if you've got to grind out games and win them ugly, if you can do that, you're going to put yourself in a position to potentially go on a run or at least set yourself up for that opportunity uh, later on in the season as you begin to get healthier. But, you know, the, the weight of the world is on Nikola Jokic's shoulders right now. I mean, this guy is just a walking triple-double. He's nearly averaging a triple-double in his last five games. Remember, all five of these games came on the road. Right now, Jokic averaging 29 points, 12.8 rebounds, and 9.8 assists per game. That's basically a triple-double. I mean, if you want to round up on the assists, he's got himself a triple-double per game right now. And they are just playing absolutely insane basketball with Jokic on the court. And uh, our good friend Ryan Blackburn, who's the host of the Pickaxe and Roll podcast for us right here on the Mile High Sports Podcast Network, uh, he wrote a great story for DenverStiffs.com, kind of just, you know, peeling back the curtain on Nikola Jokic, and let me let me see if I can pull up the headline here first because I want to I want to read it exactly. Yeah, here it is. Nikola Jokic on SB Nation on DenverSifts.com. The headline is Nikola Jokic has earned the right to be selfish, and I absolutely agree. This is a fantastic read from Ryan Blackburn. So if you haven't read it yet, go to DenverSifts.com and also check out his podcast, The Pick X and Roll Pod, right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. But you know, one of the big things that stood out in that article as I was reading it, doing a little prep for this podcast, is the Nuggets plus minus with Jokic on the court. And without him on the court, I mean, this team, we've talked about it before in this podcast. I've talked about it on the radio show. I mean, if you know the Nuggets, this is nothing new to you. But just to kind of put it in perspective of how impactful this man is on the court, 
since Jokic returned from his little uh, the wrist injury that hindered him for a couple of games, the Nuggets are plus 69 with him on the court. What a great number, plus 69. Uh, but that's in 238 minutes played. They are one of the best, most efficient electric teams with Nikola Jokic on the court. He is such a difference maker because in 103 minutes without Jokic on the court, in that same span, the Denver Nuggets are minus 54. It is a night and day difference. They go from plus 69 with him on the court to minus 54 with him off the court. It is a night and day difference. This man is the complete life and soul of this Denver Nuggets team, at least for the time being, with no Jamal Murray, right? And I know that they paid Aaron Gordon a boatload of money, but I don't think anybody's expecting Aaron Gordon to step up and, you know, they're they're expecting him to be a good complimentary player. I don't think anyone is expecting Aaron Gordon to kind of shoulder the load here. It'd be nice if he did. You know, the whole thing was when he was up for the trade market last year, he wanted to go to a place where he could be marketed, you know, be the face of a franchise, kind of like he was in Orlando. But I think we do realize that Aaron Gordon is best suited as a complimentary role player. And I mean, he's excelled in that role from game to game, time to time here for Denver. He's an elite level player um, next to Jokic offensively. He fits their offensive scheme very well, and he can guard the opposition's best player. You know, Aaron Gordon is everything that Denver Nuggets need, but he's not that guy that you can lean on like you can at Jamal Murray as your 1A, 1B. Aaron Gordon is a much better served as a Nuggets third or fourth option. And right now he's kind of being forced to be their second option, which hasn't been the worst thing in the world. But optimally, you want him as your third option if you're the Denver Nuggets or your fourth option, which is really you know not that big of a difference when you've got all things firing on all cylinders with Murray, Jokic, MPJ, and Gordon. Um, you know, but again, 238 minutes over this little stretch here with Jokic on the court. They're plus 69, minus 54 without him. And that's just a testament to how disgusting the Denver Nuggets bench play is. I mean, you can't have Jokic out there playing 40 minutes a game uh, this early in the year. I mean, the man is going to run himself out of gas way, 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 way quick. And just knowing that he's the life and soul of this team, you know, Michael Malone's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place of having to play an inefficient bench that seems like it can't defend it a lick on a night-in, night-out basis, but you really don't have any other options. So, you know, it, it's tough here. Uh, for the Denver Nuggets, but you know that, that that's why I it, if it, it might have to be ugly. You might have to roll up your sleeves and go to work here, but you've just got to figure out a way to tread water here over the next two months. And I know that's an extended period of time. I mean, wait till we get to these upcoming games. It's not like it's a walk in the park by any stretch. Uh, but we know that Jokic is that MVP difference maker, and I I don't think he's going to win the award. I think let me I'll pull up the odds here in a second. And it's so unfortunate because the team around him. I mean, if Denver's a top three four seed right now, I mean he's probably the shoe in favorite this early. Obviously. There's a lot that can change, but I mean, there's no denying that if Denver's a top five seed right now, you can't help but crown this man the second consecutive MVP, MVP uh, in the NBA because I mean, it's just he, he's down his superstars, he's down his two max contract players, and he's still doing this. Doesn't take anything away from me the fact that they're the eight seed right now, but if you want the Jokic for MVP trying to pick up some steam, the Denver Nuggets as a whole have to play better, and really, it's the bench unit that's gonna, that is going to come down to here. So you know, I, I just I'm sitting here and. It's an uncomfortable uh, position to be in if you're a Denver Nugget fan, but you've just got to try to tread water, do what you can to you know try to get a little bit healthier here, let the season play out, and see where you find yourself as you get closer to the springtime. But you know, taking a look here quickly uh, at the odds here for NBA MVP, you know, a lot of people talking about Steph Curry, a lot of people talking about Kevin Durant, of course. Uh, Steph Curry's right now the favorite at plus one thirty. I would never sniff that price from a betting perspective. KD at plus four forty, Giannis at plus five fifty, and then Jokic is at twelve to one, which I honestly do think is worth a sprinkle at this point, just because I mean he's been so sensational. The numbers are there to support it that if the team can pick it up around him, I mean you're you're almost going to have an indefensible case. I, I mean you know there, there, there's going to be no flaws in that case if Denver can pick up the slack and 
get this team, you know, to be an upper echelon team in the Western Conference. Now, obviously, much easier said than done, but that's just how I feel. I mean, you're looking at the complete impact this guy is having on the court. Uh, you know, when it comes to most valuable player, there is no question that Jokic is the most valuable player to his team at this point in time. So, uh, and then it falls off. You got Luka Doncic at 30 to 1, Joel Embiid at 35 to 1. So, your top four for MVP right now Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Nikola Jokic. Uh, and Jokic coming in at 12 to 1. So, uh, it's an interesting go around right here for the Denver Nuggets. But, um, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, hit a pause here real quick. And when we come back, we will take a look at the Denver Nuggets upcoming matchup with the Washington Wizards and also take a look at what's coming up for them this week. We've got, well, three games during the week, but also a game on Sunday, which technically starts the next week. So uh, four games in seven days for the Denver Nuggets. That's how we'll pe- that's how we'll kind of pen it here. But let's take a break. Let me tell you about our friends over at the Blake Street Tavern. When we come back, we'll take a look at what's on tap for the Denver Nuggets moving forward this week. This is Chris Fuselay, owner of the Blake Street Tavern, with today's mental health tip. Sports fans, don't just sit there waiting for Jeff Bezos to fly into town on a silly rocket ship and save the men of orange. I love the smell of a prime deal in the morning. Get down to Lodo and check out the Blake Street Tavern, Denver's premier hoops hangout. We have the NBA League Pass, featuring every NBA game all season long. And we'll have Nuggets game sound on every night. No wonder the Joker says this is a great country. It's the Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake, where Denver watches sports. All right, and as always, guys, you got to do yourself that favor and get on down to Lake Street Tavern if you're looking for a place to watch your Denver Nuggets or your Colorado Avalanche hockey. Times are tough for the Colorado sports fan. Uh, it's not the easiest thing in the, wor- in the world to watch our hometown teams, unfortunately, but that's where our hometown sports bar in Blake Street Tavern has you covered. Guys, Chris Fusley and his staff do an incredible job. I'm usually down there every single Thursday writing my Mile High Sports betting primer and uh, getting ready for the weekend ahead in the NFL. Also going to start recording some of my podcasts down there on Thursday as the NFL starts to wind down here a little bit. So if you're looking to grab a beer, chat some Nuggets basketball, you can find me at Blake Street Tavern every Thursday. Uh, but don't just limit it to Thursdays, guys. Get in there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every single day of the week. Great specials every day that it changes. They've got great drinks. And really, it's it's an unbeatable experience when it comes to viewing sports. Game sound, you're not going to just be spammed with EDM music or rock and roll in the background. They know how to do it right. When the Nuggets and the Avalanche are on TV, you're going to have Nuggets and Avalanche game sound pumping all throughout Blake Street Tavern. So do yourself that favor, guys. Check out our friends over at BST. Best sports bar with the best sports bar food in town and uh, you can get down there tonight because the Denver Nuggets got a game if you're not going to the game because they've got a home matchup tonight against the Washington Wizards uh, we'll have to see how this one shakes out for Denver they're 13 and 13 right now Washington's been a pretty scrappy team this year they're 15 and 12 although they have a losing record on the road of seven and eight and uh, I honestly, it's just hard for me to have a read on Denver because I talk about why you've got to be optimistic, yada, yada, yada. I just, I don't see them winning tonight. Washington won both of those games in the head-to-head series last year. It, it's really just hard for me to have confidence on any given night with the Denver Nuggets because look at who they play in their next four games. They've got at home against Washington tonight. They play at home against Minnesota on Wednesday, which I think they're going to win that game. Then they go to, uh, they go to Atlanta on Friday, and then they play Brooklyn in Brooklyn on Sunday. So, you know, those two games there at the end are going to be tough, and I'm not trying to say the Nuggets are going to go 1-3 and three over this stretch. I mean, if we're, if we're following the trends here, they're probably going to flip-flop win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. And if that's the case, I can see them losing today, winning Minnesota, losing to Atlanta, and putting up a good fight in Brooklyn. Obviously, that's going to be easier said than done, but that's just kind of how I feel here. But a game coming up tonight against uh, the Washington Wizards, who have been one of the more impressive teams, you know, scrappy team out there in the Eastern Conference uh, compared to, you know, the sellers where they've been accustomed to being over the last handful of seasons. So... 
Um, you know, we'll, this is a nice test for Denver at home. You know, they come home from that seven-game road trip, obviously have an opportunity to get some get their feet back under them yesterday. Um, and, you know, this is the thing, though, is I feel like we've seen Denver come out lethargic in this spot before, which is why I don't really have – if you're going to bet the game tonight, I, it's hard for me to take a look at Denver. I mean, I'm, I'm at the point, too, where I'm probably just going to go ahead and sprinkle on Nikola Jokic for a triple-double every game. And so, you know, take a look at that one tonight, too, if you want to get some action, get some skin in the game. Uh, but, you know, Denver here tonight against a scrappy Washington Wizards team, I think it's the furthest thing from a lock here. Uh, you know, but I think it's a game that, it, that's the thing is, with Nikola Jokic on the court, all these games are winnable. It's just going to come down to bench play. Uh, Washington's bench, I believe, is the eighth best scoring unit in the league for a bench unit. Obviously, Denver's down to like 24, 25, 26, somewhere in that range. Uh, so, you know, if you get a good performance from Denver's bench, that's kind of going to be the key to victory here. Uh, but, you know, history tells us, the trends tell us that, you know, over the course of the season, the Nuggets bench just ain't it whether it's Faku, Cabazzo, Monte, you know, whoever it is. Uh, you know, the slew of guys that are coming off the bench for Denver right now just not getting it done. So, uh, you know, maybe Denver is able to jump out to a big lead with Jokic. Maybe he's feeling good, feeling fresh. Uh, you know, that, that's usually the case with them here. But that bench unit is going to come back to bite him in the ass in this game, I have a feeling, just knowing how efficient Washington has been in this type of situation. So, uh, yes, Nuggets, Wizards coming up tonight. They've got the Minnesota Timberwolves later this week, and then they travel to Atlanta and Brooklyn for a games on Friday and Saturday. So some nice matchups, some tough matchups up ahead here for the Denver Nuggets, uh, and away we go. But uh, that's going to do it for me on this episode of the Denver Nuggets podcast presented by Blake Street Tavern right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to see how this game shakes out tonight. Some interesting matchups here for your Denver Nuggets. I do think that they could win. That's the thing is, I look at all these games, and I'm like, okay, with Jokic playing this well, Jokic averaging a triple-double, there's no reason why Denver can't win all these games. You know, just knowing they have that type of an impact X-factor player in Nikola Jokic, but it really comes down to the supporting cast right now. Aaron Gordon and company, Will Barton, hopefully he can get, you know, close to fully healthy. You know, that's what's going to happen here if Denver wants to try to win these games here. But, again, I think the theme for this podcast is survive in advance. Tread water. You know, try to you know, stay right around 500, try to get on a little winning streak here, build yourself up, and, uh, you know, try to stay healthy as they get closer to the trade deadline. Jamal Murray potentially coming back in the springtime, and uh, away we go. So, all right, that's going to do it for me. Be sure to check out Blake Street Tavern for all your sports needs. If you want to watch your sports downtown, there is simply no better place to do it than our friends over at the Blake Street Tavern. We'll be back at it again with a couple more podcasts this week, and away we go. Nuggets Wizards coming up tonight. Enjoy the game, happy betting, and we'll talk to you later this week. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.